Hi, good morning. I am Olivia and this is Rose Dented Glasses. I hope that you're having a blessed, beautiful and a bountiful day. I hope that you can see the abundance of the Lord and you can see and understand and know how precious you truly are. Let's talk about value, your worth. Know your worth. We've all had, <clears throat> sorry, we all, we've heard that. Know your worth, understand your value. But what does it mean? What does it mean? Because it is often easy and fun to just go with the buzzwords and the trends of the day without stopping to ask, what does this mean? Your worth, your worth and your value can only be determined by you. And you will only realize it when you know Christ. You will only understand your own worth when you understand who you are in Christ. It does not matter. That's why you find highly successful women and men who are truly successful in their careers. They have lousy partners. They keep on ending up in awful relationships. At work, they shine, they flourish. At work, they lead, they are on top, they are indispensable. But at home, they are miserable. That's why many of these women and men, they work all hours of the day because they don't want to go home. Because home sucks. Home is bad. Home is sad. Home is pain and unhappiness. And where does it start? Because you don't understand your own worth, your value. You do not understand the price that was paid for you, especially for you. You don't have to be born again. Christ said, I came for the sinners as well. I came for the Gentile and the Jew. I came for everyone. And part of accepting that is knowing what you are worth. Knowing your value and your rights. It's not a privilege to be happy. It's your rights. You should, you must demand happiness. You must demand peace. You must demand abundance. It's your right. It's not a privilege. It's your right. And you must be unapologetic about it. If you based your decisions on sympathy, because you feel sorry for someone. You want to rescue someone. You want to help them. 
because ah shame things are so bad for them then you don't understand your own worth because if you don't understand your own worth and your own value you cannot appreciate it in someone else you play god you play god because you do not realize and understand the true power you have so you hide behind your insecurities by playing god wanting to rescue and wanting to save people who do not really want to be saved and you want to step in where god is supposed to do the work the worst start for any relationship is sympathy you cannot date someone because you feel sorry for them because they need a savior there's one savior and one savior only and it's god and he gave you that power to save yourself but if you don't trust and believe in your ability your god given ability to do things for yourself and to make things happen you will never understand that someone else is capable of doing the same for themselves if you don't value yourself if you don't think that you are worthy you will always be stressing and fussing about decisions that other people make and some of them they don't even affect you they don't affect you but you get worked up could he be so stupid how could he be so stupid you you fuss and you fret and you stress about someone else who's old enough to make their own decisions once you realize your worth once you understand your value you understand your power and your need to control and to solve and to step in for other people it just goes it just goes now when you help it's when you obey god's voice when he tells you to help not because you want to be the hero but because you know you know that he has given you enough to share and not share with scumbags and vultures no god will even guide you on who to share it with when you know your self-worth you move up to a level of compassion that's unprecedented you will have so much compassion not because you want to help and step in but because you feel such pity that people someone is suffering and struggling because they do not understand and know who they are they do not understand how capable and able god is to answer they praise and your compassion comes from a place of understanding 
and knowing that you are looking at a blind person who does not know even that he or she, that they are blind. Let's talk about services. The world is filled with cheapskates. They are in overflow. But you know what? As much as the world is filled with cheapskates, there are people who are prepared to pay without asking any question. They just want you to deliver the service. And if you don't value your knowledge, your skills, if you don't value what you know, the service that you bring, you will always be the one who have cheapskates in your life. You will always attract people who are only there to bargain while they take you for everything you've got. If you don't understand your own value, don't expect anyone else to do that. People are selfish. They are greedy, they are cheap, and they are low. Even if you sell a car for five cents, someone will still say it's too much. If you charge five cents, then you might as well give it to me for free. Can you understand how we are wired? We are wired in such a way that we want to get the best we can, the most we can for the least to offer. It's not up to someone else to appreciate your services or your products. It's not up to someone else to see the value. You need to see that for yourself. For years, we've battled with that. When you make a, when you make a price, when you give a quote to someone, when you are new, I can't remember how we used to call people. You know, I would go on LinkedIn and look for people in the same industry and find out how much do you charge? How do you price? And you know, what was the answer? If you speak to 10 different people, it's 10 different answers. Because for each one, it's different. Until God had to put us in a place we he opened our eyes to what it took to arrive at this point where you have the skills, you have the knowledge, and you have the experience to fix that problem. When you start sitting down with yourself, if you have a business, whether it's a formal business or not, but if you are doing anything, anything, we people have to pay you for it. And this is something you will battle with for a long time until you understand what you are worth.
you know, we would get the pain client now and the next one we want to negotiate and it was a struggle for payment. The other one wanted to undercut us. So it was back and forth, back and forth the whole time. Until we got to a point where you sit down with yourself and you look. What is your intention? When you make a quote, is it an honest intention? That was what God asked me. And the answer was, yes, it's an honest intention. Do you believe that you, you are giving the best service that you can? Of course I am. Do you offer value for money? Oh, yes, I do. Do you know what you are doing? Of course, that's why I'm giving this quote. So these were the questions. And then God reminded us. What do you know? And when I looked at what we know between my husband and I, the knowledge that we have, the knowledge, by the way, we disregarded. Because, ah, you know what? Anyone can do it. Well, if anyone could have done it, why are they paying you to fix it? So God really need to have a serious conversation. And if you come from a place of desperation, you do not understand your value or your power or your worth. If you come from a place of desperation, you will take any job. You will accept any clients as long as they can pay you. Because even if you know this cheap skit is ripping you off, you won't have the guts to say no. Because you think that if you don't accept this job, you will not eat. You know what changed? What changed? The big change came. Because that was our life. Saying yes out of desperation. Saying yes knowing that we are too cheap. But not we didn't want to offend anyone. And we wanted to get our name out there. Isn't that what they say? You must get your name out there. So keep it cheap, be cheap, and be small, play small. So as long as you can get your name out there, it doesn't matter. Sometimes down the line, you can charge more. Well, it does matter because you know what happens. When you make yourself cheap, you attract cheap people. And cheap people don't want to pay. Cheap people want you to fix their things and they will even brag about it. But they do not want to pay you. Cheap people want you to bend over backwards while they are sucking you dry. That's cheap people. But no, they tell you you must be cheap so you can find your foot inside inside the industry so you can get your foot in the door. That's the biggest lie. 
You need to know. And all of that happened because we did not understand our value. We did not appreciate our service that we deliver. So if we don't appreciate it, how can my client appreciate it? There were a few ones here and there who they paid without question. They appreciated. They said, thank you. And the job, the quality of our work was excellent. I can say that with confidence. So here's the thing. When did things change? It changed when we realized individually, on our own, by ourselves, when we realized that God is our source, that God is the provider, that every client, every person, even someone who speaks about the business in a good way, someone who recommends us, someone who pays us, are all just conduits for God. They are not God. They don't represent him. He only used them so that we can see his goodness. He says, I'm a jealous God. There is no God except me. And when we speak about idols, it's not a physical thing. It's what do you idolize? We made gods out of our clients. We treated our clients as if they were our last hope. We didn't say it. We act all professional and cool in front of them. But at home, we were shaking in our boots. What if they say no? What if they don't accept the quote? Until God said and showed us, I am your source. I am your provider. I am your caregiver, your protector. I am the one who provides wealth. Not this person. I am. So that was the first thing. The second thing, when he asked, these qualifications that you have, what you know, how did it come about for you? What did you have to go through to know what you know now and to be able to do what you can do? Remember the triumphs and the, the triumphs and the losses. Remember the pain and the ecstasy. Remember the victories and the defeat. Remember the ups and the downs. Remember the disappointments and the surprises. And you want to tell me that you don't understand what you are worth? You went through all that journey. You traveled through a long, dusty, winding, painful road to get to know what you know and to know it so well that you can charge someone for your services and you must be compensated that's god talking that's god talking and you don't go for cheap to be the cheapest you never go to be for to be the cheapest
you are shooting yourself in the foot. You focus on the value that you bring, your time, your knowledge, your skill, your heart. And if your heart says no, if your gut says this person, it's going to be problems. It's going to be problematic. You say no. You say no. And God will provide. And I can attest to that. That is my testimony. Where we said no to a client in a month where there was no possibility of an income. We were short with money. And both of us, we agreed, this is not going to be a good client. They were going to pay. Most definitely, payment wasn't an issue. But the attitude, the attitude, someone asking you to come and do a job for them and they want to dictate to you how it should be done. That's the problem right there. They will pay you. You would have to chew rocks in order to get that money. They will make sure that you earn every cent when you get a client like that. And we said no. And there we were. No money. Things needed to be paid. There was not a client in sight. But our hearts, that was the turning point. Our hearts in unison said no. And I sent the message and I saw it. I said, no, we're not going to do this job. Find someone else. And you will not believe it. Midweek, the next week, in the middle of the week, we got a call. Can you come and do this job for me? It doesn't end there. It was the exact amount that we were short with. But now, that was only the turning point. Now, after that, God started working. Because your talents, your skill, your knowledge that you have, it's not just there to put food on the table to get just enough. It was given to you so that you could flourish. So we had to move from a place of just enough to a place of more than enough. You know how that boosts your confidence? When God comes and confirms to you, when you take your value from him, when you take your self-worth from him, after that, it became a pleasure to say no to people. Where you can see, this is the problem. We had someone who pestered us to take a job. I said, no, absolutely not. If you pay me to come and do a job, you have a tenant in your place. You have a tenant in your house or in your flat, whatever it is where you need the job to be done. And you tell me that the job can only be done when you are there. The tenant is there. 
but only because you are there, because you want to make sure that I do the job properly. I don't do it. I reject you as a client because you pay me to do a job that you tell me I have the ability and the skills to do. If you want to pay me and babysit me as I do my job, I will not accept it. My husband is different. For him, it's like I can do this job. I'm not. I'm not. So know your worth. And here's another way to look at a quote as well. It's money that you don't have. If you say, if they say yes, praise God, it was yours meant to be. If they say no, you haven't lost anything because you don't have the money. Never make plans with money that you don't have. Even when you've done a job and a client must still pay you, never budget with money that's not in your account. You know how that can break your heart? When you've planned for money, and you don't get paid on the day that you thought you were going to get paid. Hmm? It's not nice. These are things you learn the hard way. These lessons you don't find in a book. You don't find it on a course. It's things that you will experience. The moment you do something where you have to charge someone, that's lesson number one. And you know who are the best teachers? The worst customers are the best teachers. Because the pain you feel from dealing with them, it scars you so deep and so hard that you start doing, you, you start making sure that you never end up in that situation again. If they don't mess you around, if they don't mess you around, if you don't get a bad client, a bad customer somewhere along the way, you won't learn. These things, the things that bring us pain, are the things that teach us the lessons that we must learn, the important ones. So are you telling me that all that pain that you went through to come to where you are, to arrive at that point, to gather all that knowledge, all that insult and the suffering that you've gone through, the rewards you got along the way, you think it's not worth something? It's worth a lot because every time when you deliver a service, when you deliver a product, it's part of your heart, your time, your soul, it's part of you that you put in there. Because you have gathered through the years, you've gathered so much. But because of the struggle that you were going through, you never stopped to understand and realize that you are getting skilled, you're getting experienced, you're being taught. And you are being taught by the, master, by the master teacher called Christ. 
Because when you look back, in all honesty, those horrible people who crossed your paths, those cheapskates, they were here to teach you. And how? To expose you. Not teach you because God wants to punish you. Get that out of your head. But to expose you to the weaknesses that were and might still be inside of you. When you understand your value and your worth, you know and understand that you can choose what jobs to do. And once you get into that space where you begin to choose, once you begin, when you become someone who says, no, yeah, I have the time, but I don't want to. You become known as someone with principles. But if you are always the one who's just accepting jobs, accepting jobs, jobs, ah, you will attract cheapskates like a magnet. Because cheap people tell other cheap people about your cheap service. Cheap people say, oh, no, he's so reasonable. He's so reasonable. When I hear that, you're not my client. I don't want to be a reasonable and my pricing in the same sentence. Then I know I'm too cheap. If they accuse you of being expensive, let it be a good thing. Because when you are expensive, according to them, remember? According to them. When you are expensive, according to them, then the cheap ones will fall away. And it doesn't matter what you do. Someone will always think you are too expensive. And only you can decide the price for you. You can decide what is my time worth? How much would be enough? If you want to, to do, there are even formulas you can use. It just becomes, but the formulas just, it's complicated. You know, you end up thinking, ah, you know, whatever. These are the hours I'm going to charge. This is the time I'll be spending on the road. Then you calculate according to that. But calculate because if you some suck, if you look like, mm, ah, 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 you must calculate your time. You must calculate all those years of studying and struggling as you were building your skill. Because that is what you charge people for. You're not just charging them for that job. You are charging them for all the years it took you to be able to do this so they can pay you. And look, money is relative. What is expensive to the one person might be affordable to the next person. That's why it's important. What is affordable to you? What do you think you are worth? so that you can feel satisfied when you get that money in your hand. You know how painful it is when you've given it your all and someone is paying you peanuts and you knew they were paying you peanuts, but you hoped if I do this job very well, if I put my all in it, maybe they will see and pay me more. No, it's not going to happen. I've been there. I've been there. I've done the same thing. Uh-uh, uh-uh. You must agree on the price beforehand. 
Do you think it's easy? Uh, it's difficult. That comes after many, many years. Many years. Until you realize. When you look at your life and you see, but I know so much. When you start to think, how many people have you helped? I'm not talking about hands, handouts. How many? How many customers did you have through the years? And there's nothing you can show for it. Then it means that you don't value yourself. You don't appreciate this yourself. A friend of mine used to study with DJ Zindle. And she said, Zindle, from the beginning, when she arrived, and she was booked for two hours. When the two hours are over, she packed up and she go. If she hangs around, it's only her, but not her music. And my friend told me the rest of them were like, ah, you know what, shame. Let's play another hour. And look where Zindle is today. Not because she's better than anyone else, but because she understood the value of her time. She understood what she was worth from the beginning. We don't value our time. We don't understand our worth. We based our decisions on sympathy. There was someone who came and told me, ah, you know what? The, the 500 rand that you ask is too much. And you look at the car that she's driving. The petrol for that car. It's more than what she had to pay us for an hour. And I thought to myself, it's not, listen, I want to be clear. It's not about the car that she drives. That is not the point. It is about the principle. It's about the principle of respecting me enough to pay me a decent fee. And the fee that I am asking you. If you think it's too much, and look, if someone comes to you with a 25,000 rand job and you have budgeted for a little less, it's negotiable. But the job cannot be 25,000 and you want to pay 10,000. Near money, near, near. You see, it's things like that that we need to address. Because as much as we can complain about the cheapskates, how much of a cheapskate was I? Let me tell you. Let me tell you, I was such a cheapskate. If I wanted this cups, but then next to it, there were cups that were 10 rand cheaper, I would buy the 10 rand cheaper one. Hmm? Because I didn't understand my worth. I measured things in terms of money. Understanding your worth. It's when you begin to measure things in terms of what it means to you, the joy it brings to you, how it makes you feel when you look at it, when you use it, when you are just experiencing it. That is understanding your value. When you lose, when you lose that desire or the focus when it's just about the money, the money must be paid. The money must be paid. But when I say 
lose the focus is what am I giving to you? What is the value? You can't put a value on that. My time, how much worth? How much is my time worth? My expertise, what is the actual price of what I'm giving you? And I'm giving you good service and I can promise you, once it's fixed, you won't have any problems. That in itself is priceless. So yes, I am worth every cent that you are paying me. It took a long time to get to this point and I still battle with it. I still battle with it. But the more you practice, the better you become. And you know what is a wonderful feeling? It's when the first time you say no to a cheapskate, you will feel like the sun just broke through the clouds. And cheapskates are persistent, eh? They will persist and persist. You know why? Not because you are so good, but because you are so cheap. And they know they got used to getting cheap from you. So now they got lazy and they know it's a job to find another cheap person like you. And cheap doesn't always equate bad service or bad quality. Cheap does just means that you don't understand your, your value, your worth, and what your service means to the person, what your product means. You are worth so much. You didn't travel this far. You didn't come this far to be taken advantage of just because you don't understand your power. What people are paying you for, whether it's a product or a service, what did it take for you to get that knowledge? What people don't understand while you are being trained you're being treated like an idiot. You're being treated like dirt. You end up in tears sometimes. You tell yourself, I'm not coming back. But because you keep that end goal in mind, you keep on going back until you know enough to say goodbye. And you don't want to put a price on that. You don't want to appreciate your own journey. because. That's what people don't see that. What they see is someone who's offering them a service. That's it. They don't know your journey. So your pricing must reflect your journey. And expensive must be fair as well. It must be fair. Because there are some people who ask exorbitant prices. And you ask yourself, no. And there's another thing here in Pretoria that's very common. When you go to your places like Sunnyside and they, they find they ask, do you live in the suburbs? They want to up their price. Don't do that. Don't charge someone according to where they live because you don't know their situation. It's dishonest and it's sneaky. Have the same price for everyone. Have the same price according to the job. I once had my hair done. And the guy, he, you, my, like those people who know me knows that now at the moment I don't, I don't have hair. I don't do hair. But that guy gave me an escrow that I've never seen before. But because he overcharged me and I paid him, I never went back to him. 
and I cut off all my hair again. And I told everyone about him. And that's a common thing where people look at your clothes and your car and they want to charge you accordingly. No, no. when I mentioned about that woman earlier on, the one with a very expensive car, it was not about the car. We gave her our price. Even if she was driving a Maserati, it still would have been 500 Rand. Keep your pricing right. Don't when now this person comes, then you charge this price. When that one comes, you charge another. No, keep your price. Let it be standard because it speaks of honesty and it speaks of trust. But if you now look at, you find out I'm living in this area. And in your dumb mind, you think people living there have money. And you want to charge me more. It feels like a rip-off. It feels like a rip-off. So when it comes to pricing, it all boils down to your value. And here's the thing. Here is the thing. When you start becoming constant with your prices, when you start saying no to cheap people, you will lose clients, but you will also gain people who will understand your value, who will understand what it took for you to get there, but most of all, who will appreciate what you are doing for them. But you need to understand child of God, son of God, woman of God. You need to understand what you are worth. And who is your provider? Because your livelihood, it does not depend on a person. Your livelihood does not depend on who likes you and who doesn't, what they say and what they don't. God and only God is your source. And at the right time, when you stop fussing, when you stop freaking out, when you stop being desperate and angry and resentful, when one by one those things to go, with every bad negative thing that you let go, God is bringing your blessing closer and closer. Not because he's testing you. God does not test you. Get that rubbish out of your head. But because when you let go of the bad, you are inviting the good. And when you invite the good, you are inviting God. Your destiny and your fate does not lie with anyone, but only with you. That's your God-given power. What you can do, what God has given you, is the ability to make money and to make a lot of it. And whatever a lot is to you, find comfort in that. When you have made a price, maybe someone walked and bumped at you on the street, bumped, and you see him on, saw him on the street, and you, you gave him a price, and then he comes, and he's all posh and expensive, and you're like, yes, yes, I should have asked you more. No, don't be a greedy fool. You asked him what you thought you were worth, not what he's worth. Your price must be about what you offer, not who you offer it to. It must be about what you know, not what someone is driving and where they are living.
No. Be true to yourself. Be true to your hearts. Be true to your gifts and your talents and your ability to make money. Honor that ability. Honor it. Never disregard what you have. I have done that and the doors stayed shut. It's when you appreciate your journey. And of course, you will cry many tears. You will be very angry and you will have very harsh conversations with God. But when he comes and he comes and comforts you, then you stand up and you say, this is who I am. This is what I'm worth. And some things are non-negotiable. And it starts and ends with you. You want to see the glory of the Lord in your money, in your family, in your career, in your business, in your children. And it all starts with how much do you think you are worth? Do you honestly believe that you deserve that much money? Yes, you do. Do you honestly believe that you deserve a loving, wonderful relationship? Yes, you do. You must claim it. You must own it. And you must make it yours. Because it is yours. It has always been yours. Own your money. Own your skills. And own what you offer because it's part of you and it's belong to you and what you have what god has given you no one can take it away so whether people appreciate it or not that's irrelevant you just state your value and your price and you stay there and yes if it's time to negotiate you will negotiate but like i said it can't be twenty-five thousand rand job and you want to pay ten thousand be realistic. Be realistic. And even if you think you have nothing and there's no outcome and you must take the job, say no. Let God guide you. Never take something out of desperation. Never. Because then you are putting your faith in a person and not in God. Because where God is, there is no desperation. Where God is, there is no desperation. I know that. When I was at my most desperate, I didn't see oh yeah, God. It was when the desperation went. I could see clearly. I hope that that clarity comes for you so that you can see God's goodness and that you can see how skilled you are, that you are an expert at what you are doing. Don't wait for confirmation or approval. Tell yourself, I am the best at what I'm doing. And I am the best because of how God has guided me to come to this point. And you are the best. You are a star. You are capable. And based on that, you add, you come with so much value to anyone who comes and asks you for your service. You must say, I am the best. I said that. Someone said about my husband, he said, no, I recommend, recommended your husband because he's the best man for the job. I said, yes, he is. Thank you very much. And the person was shocked because I believe my husband 
is the best person for the job. Just like I finally can say, I am the best at what I'm doing and what I'm getting paid for. Don't wait for anyone to determine and dictate your value. Whether they agree or not, it's irrelevant. You don't need their permission. What you need is faith in your abilities. And faith begins when you see the work that God has started within you and how he has equipped you, how he has been teaching you, how he has been guiding you. Never sell yourself short ever again. I thank you. Have a wonderful day.